Well, good morning, good morning, good morning. This is Pastor Rob Hale, and this is Withered Hand Ministries. And we're on this faith-filled adventure again with 40 Days in Prayer, uh, From Words to Relationship, a book called Why Pray by John DeVere's Missionary to India. And today, yesterday we talked about it takes two feet to walk. Today we're going to say, which foot first? We'll start out in prayer. Father God, Lord, we thank you for this day. We ask you, Father God, that you just uh, bless and have your countenance to shine upon and to infuse this service, Father God. Lord, guard my mouth that the words that I speak be the words that you ordained for your glory and your majesty. And let the words be heard be the same. In Jesus' name, amen. All right. Jesus tells us, the way to perfect rest is to be yoked to him, Matthew eleven twenty eight through 30. That statement seems contradictory to me. Bearing a yoke is hardly a symbol of rest. Yoke, ox, oxen yoked together are not put in that position to sleep. We yoke animals to put them to work. Why then does Jesus say, Come to me, all ye that are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you, and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. I think Jesus is talking to that little boy we mentioned in the previous reading, day 8, who was running furiously up and down the sidewalk, trying to fly a kite without any wind. He's burning himself out running, and his kite is not flying. He's not yoked to Jesus, for if he were, the divine wind would be blowing, and he would only have to raise the kite to the air for it to take off. One of the major false impressions of Christianity is that we are saved to experience idle rest, but Jesus does not save us to take an eternal nap. He saves us to be eternally productive. Amen. We become weary and burdened out in doing things, out of doing good things for Jesus through our own efforts. We run and run, but nothing seems to take off, and we and all appears wearisome and heavy. The church leaves a wide wake of burned-out workers. It's not that the work is wrong. But without divine energy, we quickly are consumed by all the work to be done. Jesus is saying that the cure for our weariness is to be yoked to him. How true. We are no longer an agricultural people. So the image of yoke means little to most of us. <coughs> if we change the illustration to a more familiar one, maybe we can see better what Jesus is saying. Think of a, a marine parade in which everyone is in step and the whole company moves smoothly as one body. Or imagine a military funeral with six Marines in full dress uniform carrying a casket. The timing of their movements is incredibly exact. Excuse me. No, running. They move together as one. That is what being yoked to Jesus means. It means walking in step with him. What would it look like if in the middle of the military parade, one Marine fell out of step with all the others? 
he would stand out, to, to say the least. What would happen if just one of those six Marines carrying a casket was out of step with the other five? He'd trip in the casket and cause the others to stumble. Farmers have told me that if two horses yoked together do not move in step, they really make no progress at all. Jesus is telling us in order for us to have rest in our work, in order to gracefully produce fruit for him, we must be in step with him spiritually. So it becomes a serious matter to determine which foot goes first. Do we work first and ask God to bless our efforts, or do we pray first and ask God to show us how to work? How Jesus? How did Jesus start? He started with prayer. Being idle is not a great problem of the Western church. Many evangelical churches resemble frenzied beehives of activity. They overflow with programs, yet we accomplish very little because we are out of step with Jesus. We often run the church like a corporation with planning, meetings, goals, objections, and we have and we have it all figured out, we bless it with a word of prayer, asking God to give us success so that the world might know how smart we are. I realize I realize I'm being a bit sarcastic, but it is true that we really far we rely far more on our efforts than on prayer. Because of our sinful nature we put the foot of work before the foot of prayer. Each time we do that, however, we should remember the picture of the military parade in which one soldier is out of step with the other soldiers. When we start walking in step with Jesus, we start with the foot of prayer, not on the foot of work in human plans. When we start with prayer, we find rest and joy. A backward glance will make us laugh as we wonder in amazement at the unbelievable, humorous, and unexpected ways God uses us when we walk in step with him. See Galatians 5.25. Things happen that defy our planning, showing that God is in control. And we rest, we relax as we, in prayer, snuggle into God's lap, and with his arms around us, when we pray, he drives us in his great tractor around his magnificent farm. Reflect and discuss. Are you in step with Jesus? Praying first and then working. Give illustrations. To walk with Jesus, meditate. To walk with Jesus, you must start on the foot of prayer. Amen. I'll uh, relate a couple of stories to you. Uh, well, the same. First one's the same. Comes out of the Jack Reacher novels of all places, but I think I think it's very appropriate. Uh, the author writes. Man plans, but God laughs. Ain't that true? I'll tell you a story about Jesse Duplantis, the famous preacher out of Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Well, one that makes you laugh so much when you watch him. He's a very funny individual. But he was uh, had planned a crusade, had lined up the tents, the buses, all the equipment, all the personnel, had lined up the dates, had lined had lined up lined it up uh, the placement of these revivals. And uh, and he was excited before the Lord. He went before the Lord and started thanking him for all these great plans coming together. And the Lord spoke to him. And the Lord said, it'll never work. Wow. Think about that. Think about all that stress and all that planning and all that trouble. He went through all the people he's engaged. And then he thanks the Lord for it. The Lord said, it'll never work. 
And Jesse says, "Well, why not, Lord? I mean, we we got all these. We got the buses. We got the tents. We got the people. We got the place. Everything's just falling in line." He said, "Well, I want to work, Lord." And the Lord spoke to him and said, "Because it is your plan, and not mine." That's a very, very significant. So pray first. Work accordingly. I said pray first and work accordingly. Because the Lord will give you the plan and the design. Pray without ceasing. And everything give thanks for this is the will of God concerning you. Rejoice evermore. I, I like this particular passage because I've never thought about being yoked with Jesus as being work. But you have to be in step because if you're not in step with the Lord uh, and you're yoked with him, then basically, well, if you stand still, you're going to go around circles because he's still going. And you're standing still and you're going to be the pivot arm. But if you get in step with him, then things run smoothly, and he'll carry the load. He will. He'll carry the load for the most part. And you just do your part staying in step. You do your part of listening to the Holy Spirit, listening to the Father, listening to his uh, faithful adventure that he's got you on every day. New benefits, new blessings, New opportunities, new divine appointments, new habits every day. What we need to do is find out what that day is going to bring forth in that early morning prayer to see how we can be best prepared for those things. And sometimes the Lord will lead you and guide you, and, and sometimes he makes it, well, most time with me, he makes it like a little puzzle and puts me on an adventure to try to figure it out. And it's fun. It really is. Anyway, I'm hoping somebody listening to this broadcast today will take this choice of life and get yoked up with Jesus. That they, too, can have a faith-filled adventure life like I've had. And many others I know that have followed after the cause of Christ. It's a great deal. Well, Father, Lord, I pray that you bless those that hear this reporting or see this reporting, that you make your countenance to shine upon them, be gracious to them, but lead them and guide them, surround them and comfort them, Lord, and fill them to overflowing with your purpose and destiny for their individual life. And I speak it now in the precious holy name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And I pronounce it as said and done, and we thank you, Father, in it and for the results. Amen. All right. Goodbye and God bless.